You're listening to Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast. Let's get into some controversial conversations with strangers. I want to know what these people in the streets are talking about. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at the truth. <laughs> this is Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast. You think I'm a whole bag? Please. Please be advised that Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast is intended for audiences that are 18 and older. Basically, this is a grown podcast. My podcast consists of profanity. We talk about controversial issues and topics. And yes, we talk about sex. So if you're younger than 18, you need to first ask your parents for permission. So for anybody who is listening to my podcast right now who does not have any good vibes or any goodwill for listening to this podcast, but to try to ear hustle and try to use my words against me, let me remind you that I am an American. And as an American, I am covered under the First Amendment in the Constitution, which states that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech. Okay, so I am covered under my First Amendment right to say whatever the fuck I want to say on my platform. The end. I don't give a fuck. I said what I said, As and always. I'm not changing on it, okay? That. I said what I said. to Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast, and I'm your girl, Kay. You guys, I'm so excited for this episode. I can't wait until you listen to this guest. I don't know if you've heard his music, but if you haven't, definitely listen to this podcast. I need you to stop what you're doing. No, don't stop what you're doing. I need you to listen. But when you're finished listening, head over to Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast on my Instagram, and you are going to check out all of his work, his name, go ahead and click on him, listen to his link up in his description box, and definitely be a part of the wave. I'm so excited to have Deuce Flame. (laughs) Y'all know I need a sound boy, so yeah. (laughs) Flame Daddy. You're not recording me saying Flame Daddy. This is for the record. I'm a, shit, I'm a downloader from the podcast. Yeah. But I'm really excited. You guys, Deuce Flame is so fucking dope. 
I mean, he's all the way from H-Town, came all the way out here to L.A., grinded from the bottom up, started building his listeners, started building his fans. And man, oh man, you guys, I'm just so honored to have this amazing artist and producer. Deuce Flame, how you doing, baby? Man, I'm, I'm feeling real good. I ain't gonna lie to you. I do appreciate that introduction. You got me sounding real good to the people right now. So, yeah, <laughs> like like she said, y'all go ahead and get this thing a listen. And when we done, y'all go check me out if you're liking what you're hearing. But, yeah, it's just uh, I'm glad to be on the podcast with you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. And you guys listen up to the podcast because it's about to go down. So if you guys are new to listening, um, I just want to let you guys know this is my favorite segment. This is Count Your Blessings K. And of course, uh, this kind of stemmed from my YouTube channel, and I had like this huge following of almost like I think it was like ninety thousand followers and viewers. And of course, I had to take it down because the Voldemort was lurking. Voldemort is baby daddy, okay? Nigerian Voldemort. Um, <laughs> but needless do I say, uh, I love being transparent. I think it's powerful. I think it inspires others. We get a chance to know each other on a more deeper level, not just superficial. So what's been going on with you? How you been doing? Man, you know, things, things have been kind of turning up for me. Um, you know, mm -hmm. when I first came down here to LA, Mm -hmm. um, back in the summer of 2018, uh, you know, it was, it was a brand new spot. I'm from the South, you know what I'm saying? So coming out to the West coast, not really knowing anybody, uh, had a couple dollars in my pocket, you know what I'm saying? And a whip. So like, I just had to make that shit work, you know, um, mm. busting, uh, the postmate, you know what I'm saying? That's the number one hustle for when you really just try and make some bread out your car. Uh, I was doing that shit, you know what I'm saying? But, um, I really had got into a car accident. That's what a lot of people don't know. I got into a car accident a couple months after being out here. Wow. Yeah, that, that shit kind of fucked me up because um, mm. at that point, I had just settled down into my own little spot, like downtown. And then um, that little accident actually happened while I was out trying to make some bread. So that, that shit kind of mm. kind of hit my pocket a little bit because I didn't have my vehicle and shit. So, you know, shit, you know, and they really just been grinding getting everything together, man. A nigga really just been in my bag these last couple months. I just dropped my album. Nice. And, and you know what I'm saying? In January, the last six months really just been an upward climb for me. Headspace. You know, headspace. Headspace. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it, it's just really cool to really see how it been from when I first came down here to where I'm at right now. Uh, I done met a lot of people. Um, I'm still networking, you know what I'm saying? I just had my, my first um, release party for my album on the 3rd of January. That shit was dope because they actually sold out on Eventbrite. So that was my Woo. first, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Shouts out to that shit, um, my first sold out show. So, you know, things have been really crazy for me lately, man. I, I, I've i really been in a space where I've been very uh, appreciative of everything that's been going on because there's not a lot of people that come out here and really just, first off, it's not a lot of people that come out here, period. Niggas mm. really be scared and shit. Right. I drove out here, um, you know what I'm saying, not even really having a plan or anything, but I just knew that I was going to, Establish myself out here. So, like I said, man, it's it, it's just been a blessing. Um, a lot of lately, I just been really blessed and inspired, and I've been finding out that I've been inspiring other people. So, mm. you know, that shit that shit is really dope. Cause at the end of the day, that's that's what I really be doing this shit for us to be able to inspire somebody else to really do the stuff that they want to do. Cause at the end of the day, I do what I want, and that's how we really supposed to live life. You know what I'm saying? So I feel you. I feel you. Know. And and you know what's inspiring? Um, I met. 
you and to be honest i i met you like i basically heard your music mm-hmm. and i felt your music Shout out to Channel 310. Oh, yeah. The squad. My the goon squad. goodness. The goon squad. For sure. For sure. Oh, my gosh. Flame. <laughs> <laughs> I went and I was like watching because if you guys don't know, go ahead and go on to YouTube. This is a plug. Check out Channel 310. And they mm-hmm. have like so many dope ass like events and so many dope ass like productions. Mm-hmm. A lot I mean, of fire shows on there. not even just shows, but like they have their own comedy and All like just like their whole. It's it's the collective is so dope. They have a cartoon. Like come yeah. on, like shout it's, out to my nigga Niles. Niles yeah, is yeah, vicious. Yeah. So it was like it's so powerful to see young like the young crowd like us grinding and hustling mm-hmm. despite. Having to not have like all, all these all all this money, you know what I'm saying? No, like yeah. it's easier if you have the money, you have the backing, and you can make shit happen. Uh-huh. But if you have all the talent, and you have a collective people that are working together and like putting you on, like they put you on their show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was on a, a few shows, like yeah. five, six of them. Yeah, you were on a few. Yeah. I saw you on one of them. I was like, dope. This guy <laughs> is so fucking dope. And then that's when I got plugged into your music, and then oh. I was able to see you at your show. I also saw you on Instagram, so I see you. You're out here. You, you're working, and it's very inspirational. Like, I could feel the passion in your hustle and your your love for your music and your artistry when I see you perform live. Like, mm-hmm. that inspired me for real, for real. No doubt, man. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that I'm not doing all this in, in vain. I know that people really feeling this shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I put a lot of uh, my energy, I put a lot of my my time, a lot of myself into my music. So mm-hmm. it's just cool to really see that that's the response that I get from it. So Of course, yeah. of course. So. I know, like, for me, um, there were a few songs that I was just vibing and feeling. <laughs> miss me. I, I know, know you, you miss, miss me. me. <laughs> I know you, I've been in my bed. No cap. Like, I made that song. Uh, I made that song. Yeah, I got to check that shit out. It's called Miss Me. It's on my album, Headspace. It's really a song because I was, I was noticing that Somebody that like one of my exes, like she was just every damn day. She she would be on my story. She would watch my shit lurking, lurking me. But she would block. <laughs> she would block me like right after she watched the shit. So, oh like, my god! You know what I'm saying like it's and it's been like that for like months on months on months. And damn. Like, and it's like man, I feel you. Like I I would miss me too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, I got a few you know exes lurking. Like, I done posted like a, a a play video of me twerking. Yeah. To get looking good as hell, I had to put. I to take that mug down and then and then you know all my exes looking at you now you say hello that's a you know you You some creep that's that weirdo shit but you know i need i need all that you know what i'm saying i Mm -hmm. I need that shit because that's the shit that make me uh make me keep making these these dope ass songs you know what I'm saying? these experiences that i really need to to put that shit out there because like i said everybody got somebody that that miss them, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, somebody after that miss you, yeah, you get on. They gonna man. really they miss you when you be on, they, on. Yeah, for they sure. They gonna be like, oh, yeah, play. Yeah. Uh, come on, <laughs> man. Skirt. You get that Martin to you the get face. That Martin, no cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that shit. So yeah. yeah. Oh man. I'm glad you fuck with that song. That's one of my favorites off the album. Yeah, mine too. So thank you so much. We're gonna get into more music. You guys, listen up. Check it out. We're about to figure out a little bit more about flame knowing a little bit more about his artistry his music and more most importantly i want to know about like the first songs and all that like that's how i love learning about artists oh, i don't okay, care okay. about when they on i want to know like their first shit like the the first album did they scrap it did they throw it in the trash what was it about was it you know what i'm saying okay. so let's talk about that you guys listen up because you know what 
you know you girl is about to get into this fire. Hey, I'm not discouraged. I was born with all this courage. I'm here to wreck some shit. I hope you got insurance, nigga. Don't ride no waves because I'm the motherfucking current. I'm not a waiter, but I swear to God I serve a nigga. I'm off the stink, ain't in no lane the way I swerve it. This shit I've been through ain't no joke, it probably hurt a nigga. Mixing dope to push the folks, yeah, that's my purpose. They keep on asking why I do it, cause it's worth it, nigga. I see the songs that you be making, yeah, I heard it. Might need to get back in the stoop, cause it ain't working, nigga. Ain't here to judge, but I'ma leave you with my verdict. These niggas clowns might need to hop up in the circus, nigga. Swag surfing, niggas. Only come together when you hurt it, nigga. Wish we would link like this when we out hurting, nigga. Instead, we only link when we out hurting, niggas. Helen Keller, that's unheard of, nigga. Oh, you really for the people? Word up, nigga. I'm trying to eat like Roger Federer. Serve up, nigga. You ride the wave of your competitors. Serve up, nigga. So, Deuce Flame, when did you, when did you pick up the pen? Mm, uh, the first time that I started writing music, I'd say like around 10 years old. Wow. Um, like I've been doing this shit for a long ass time and it's really deep because I didn't know that this music shit was in my blood, like in my DNA. Mm. Um, my mama passed away when I was like nine years old. Wow. Like, yeah, like that was a, a, a long little time ago. Mm-hmm. And shit was kind of deep because when she passed away, she she died from cancer. She died from cancer. So, you know, when it come down to that, it's hospital bills you got to pay. You got to yeah. pay for funerals. You got to pay for a whole bunch of shit. I didn't understand that shit back then. But, like, looking back now, I understand that. And we had to move. We had to move back home to, like, my where my granny from was. She from Louisiana. Oh, so, wow. yeah, we moved out there. I'm, like, 9, 10 years old. Like, I had to leave from, like, my, you know, from my state, my city, all my friends and shit. Mm. And moved out there. And I ain't going to lie, it was kind of tough. Mm-hmm. It was a little tough in Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, Houston is something, but I, if, if it just seemed like in Louisiana, it's just real grimy, real dirty out there. <laughs> so, like, yeah. but, like, I, I the music was so real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's when I really started getting into music, listening to music, because I was just around nothing but music. Listen yeah. to a lot of, like, I ain't gonna lie, I listened to a lot of little Boosie growing up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, like, in my spare time at home when I wasn't at school, I would be in the house, I'm watching music videos, I'm listening to music, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's really all I did, watch MTV jams all damn day. So, like, and then I heard this nigga, I heard this nigga Biggie, I heard that nigga uh, Biggie, and I was like, oh, damn, this shit sound fucking fire. My cousin stayed across the street, I would go over there, he had, uh, he had, like, this, a computer and we would just freestyle on his computer mm. and I had one myself and that's back when you can like download all types of stuff on like Bear Share and LimeWire you know what Napster. I'm talking about Napster all of yeah, that shit yeah. so I would always be downloading beats and stuff like that and I would mm-hmm. just be rapping man so yeah it's like since like 2005 2004 like wow. that's that's how long I really been doing this shit um middle school we used to freestyle at the at the um lunch table and shit Wow. Like, we used to always just be in class. And I had partners that was going to studios and stuff, really, like, making music. But, like, I I was always on some, like, man, let me figure out how to get this shit done. And I always had a computer. I always had, like, some type of laptop or something. So, I um yeah, I would just be making shit on my, on my laptop, man. I've been, I've been making my own music, recording music, putting it on the internet. 
since like 2007, man. Like it, wow. it's really been a long, long ass time. Like you can really go back and find a lot of music. I used to go by Deuce A, you know, cause there's two A's in my name. But then, you know, eventually it turned into Deuce Flame. So, like, mm. yeah, like, just a long-winded answer for that goddamn question. I've been making nah, I've nah. been making music for, for a nice little minute. Um, what was your uh, first song that you ever wrote? Do you remember your first song that, man, you, that you wrote? that's crazy. I, um, I can bring it back to, like, seventh grade. Um, seventh, it was the seventh or eighth grade. Mm-hmm. We had a talent show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, shout out to the, shout talent, out to the show. talent show. And me and my niggas was like, oh no, we finna, we finna get on this shit. Like, we finna <laughs> hop better. on this shit. You know what I'm saying? So we had did a, we had did a rap song to, yo, you remember that? This is why I'm hot. This, this is, is why I'm hot. hot. Oh yeah. my God. That yeah. reminds me of the A-Bay Bay. <laughs> yeah. This is why exactly, I'm hot. Exactly. Exactly. Kiosk belt. That exactly. <laughs> Had your name going across. Your name I, had, I had one of them. Don't don't even think I didn't. I had the 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 silver one and I had the LED one. No cap with the uh see through forces. Stop playing with me. You I remember my Air Forces used to change Come colors. On, man. I don't know if you know, but they had like Air Forces that used to change colors. You guys, yeah. that shit was wild. It was so like you purple get from, on the outside and the peak when it's like no sun. When it's no sun, you got to get it from the middle of the mall. You got to go to the middle of the mall to find these shit. But. <laughs> I damn near think I had one of them belts on when I performed. Now that we talking about it, right? But uh, yeah, we had did a remix of that. This is why I'm hot, and like, yeah, that was like one of the first songs that I we I really just wrote with my partners. Um, we used to go play basketball, and then one of my partners stayed like right behind the uh, the court. We would go over there, and his mom had a little office in in the house, so we would go over there and bullshit, and we made a song called Looky Looky Here. Damn, I don't remember one of them. Those are my first two songs I remember recording. So looky looky here was hey. it was like a song for my for the for the women like looky looky here. here you and my baby girl hey. I ain't tripping on the cash I'ma buy you white pearls baby what? so sweet kisses like vanilla swirls like, <laughs> <laughs> nigga I'm like twelve years old look what at you I'm talking about try to but, sit there and try to woo the girls you know, up. Like, a little fast ass man. Sit your head down somewhere. I but, like that you, you use know? art though. That that's that's hot. That's yeah, hot. not that's everybody. Hot. Not everybody was doing that shit. Like like I said, um, to go back to how um, music was in my DNA. My mm-hmm. dad, that nigga, um, he from like the Dallas area, from out in Dallas, Texas. Nice. And like I didn't really, I ain't meet that nigga until like tenth grade of high school. Or wow. Tenth grade, and that's high school. You know, until like tenth grade, and mm-hmm. um. I went out there and you know I kicked it with that nigga and he brought me back to the crib and he like he had a whole studio on his shit. What? Like he was playing me all types of stuff. Like clearly he was like just this big artist, you know, local, you know, locally out in the in the city and you know he was in the streets and shit like one of those street niggas. So mm-hmm. like that's a big reason why you know what I'm saying I didn't really meet that nigga. You know my you know it, it get deep. My granny didn't really want me around him and he was in and you know in and out of jail shit like that. But like then I found out that this nigga, he he make music himself and he been making music all his life as wow. well. So I was like, damn, that shit. That's why. That's, I, that's why I do that shit. You that's know what deep. I'm saying? Yeah. And my mama was she was a cold motherfucker too. Like mm. you know, so make she rest in peace. Like she was she was dope. Like she ain't take no shit. She was she was that bitch, bro. Like from all the stories I didn't heard, it's like damn, I really got some fire ass fam- like parents and shit. So yeah, I found that out and then like. 
is deep now because like I, you know i know him now and we we you know we talking shit but he he can't see he blind you know mm. what i'm saying like right after i met that nigga like he went back to jail for like four five years so like mm. i met him and then I, that was it i didn't really know much more about him for years and shit but then he got out of jail and he was blind and shit so it was like now a nigga like my you know my mom passed away my daddy he's still here but you know he can't see so it's like like I really gotta do this shit. Like I really gotta be able to 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 do it. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be their eyes. I gotta I gotta live this shit. I gotta really really go find the shit that I really want to do in life and, and and make this shit worth. Make all this shit make sense. Cause otherwise so, it wouldn't. It seems like you have you went through a lot. Like you know what I'm saying? Like your trials and tribulations compiled with like your family being a part of music. Yeah. became like your fuel to who you are to this day i would right? say for sure and it's it's powerful because oftentimes you listen to somebody's artistry you want to know where they're coming from mm-hmm. you know anybody can make raps anybody can like you know you know do a decent beat or whatnot but if they don't have that passion and that fire and you don't know where it comes from mm-hmm. you're not really going to know the artist right for sure. so i really appreciate you letting myself and all the listeners know who deuce flame is like yeah. the nitty-gritty like most dudes want to cap and they want to be on instagram <laughs> or they, <laughs> they want to put like all the like all these hundreds or yeah. hands up you know what i'm saying hey, don't worry I <laughs> aka the rent I'm money around with some money on me you know what and, I'm and you know they want to they want to go ahead and flex and stuff but you don't really hear that artistry you don't really hear like the good messages and the music you don't hear like dope ass like lyricism or even like dope beats it's just all about like quick catchphrases right mm-hmm, sure. and like a decent beat that makes people feel like oh I, this is hard but people don't understand like nah like we need somebody who comes from a background that's like nah i want to say a message i want to mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying change lives i want to instill that flame in other people and you definitely nah, do no that cap. like i I feel like I got that vibe of, like, your favorite cousin. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, you always, anytime the holidays come around, you want to kick it with that nigga because he cool. Mm-hmm. You know you know what I'm saying? He attractive. So, anytime you go out, you know, like, you're going to have a good time. You got to really worry about nothing. He, he he funny. You know what I'm saying? He, You know, I'm I'm that type of person. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you can relate to me. You know what I'm saying? I keep it real. Like, I... I I'm just me, you know what I'm saying? And that's what people really appreciate. I've noticed that that's what people appreciate is real. Right, you know and the age of, like, you know, and especially being in L.A., a lot of people want to stunt and, and front, like, <laughs> you know, they they got all the shits together and they, they this and they're that. And then, like, you know what I'm saying? You unmask everything. You take away the filter. You take away the makeup. You take away the weaves yeah. or whatever. You oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? The, the fake dress. You know, nah, for real. <laughs> Cause you tug tug at a few tug at that nigga hair, <laughs> shit. It gonna be, the, you know what I'm saying. That nigga move his head too fast. You right. know what I'm saying. Feeling something, one of them dreads gonna I'm fall gonna, right gonna out. Slip. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's good to see someone so transparent, and that's one thing that I love and I express on this platform is transparency and listening to the music and vibing. Mm-hmm. So you guys, we just got into it. Give us a second to get on a break. Let us get some water because I'm definitely feeling this flame right now. Go ahead and listen. <laughs> Go ahead and listen to this music. Flame. Hey, trapped up trying to get the bands in my black teeth. Lost cup, I don't know it. 
Goofy niggas always pop up like acne. Actually, I can only go for the cash fee. I was once broke down bad on my last week. Brand new cool two door, fuck a backseat. I don't play ball, but I ball like an athlete. I don't play ball, but I'm feeling like Kyrie. I done crossed over, little nigga, don't try me. Staying on my money, now I'm feeling like y'all me. My nigga got that check, so you better not foul me. NBA, nothing but some ballers all around me. Had to put the Civic up and bought the copy out. Had to leave the bottom, cause the shit was too crowded. No hustle since you, now my wrist is like found me. So, I'm like intrigued because I've, I've looked you up on Spotify and I've seen all of your albums and I'm like, damn, you've put in some hours. You put a few hundred hours, thousands. <laughs> I, would, I would for sure say I put my 10,000 in. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. And so, like, give us kind of like the rundown and the feelings and the vibes because I love looking at the evolution of artists. Yeah, I like to know a little bit more about your evolution process. So, give us kind of like the rundown. Um, yeah. So, like I said, I've been making music, like, putting music out to like 2007. Mm-hmm. So when I first started like rapping, everybody was listening to, of course, Lil Wayne. A lot of my shit was like Lil Wayne uh, influenced, uh, rapping over like his beats and, you know what I'm saying, just going in and just freestyling about shit that I wasn't even really living, but it sounded cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's um, that's where it started off. But then once I kind of got to to like college, that's when... That's when my I really started going into like a different vibe with my music. Like that's when I I moved away from Houston because I went to a school in Waco, Texas. I went to uh Baylor University. Shouts out to us because, you know, what I'm saying we we at it again. Our football team went in. Uh, our men's basketball number one, women's basketball number two. But hey. you know what I'm saying. But anyways, um. Like, when I got down there, that's when I really started meeting people from other parts of the world and, like, other seeing just seeing new stuff, you know what I'm saying? You be down in Houston for so long, all you see is, like, Texas and the South and shit, mm. you know? So that's when I started, like, learning about new music, listening to new shit, seeing new styles, and that's when I started to, like, have different influences. And um, I actually had access to the studio on campus because in my major... um. I was, I found a way to be able to use a studio on campus. All I need to do is take a certain class and it's basically like um you know, like my own little class and I can rent the shit out and be in there when I want to. I had twenty four hour access to the studio on campus. So like that's when I was in there. I was learning Pro Tools. I was um like damn near every day, every night on YouTube, learning how to make beats, learning how to how to do different stuff, um, wow. you know, trying different things. Like, that's when I really turned up. Like, uh, mm. I was going to school for communications, but, like, I was also getting a minor in film and digital media. So, all of that was in the same in, in the same building. So, Dope. that's when I really started to turn up, man. And um, I listened to a lot of East Coast music. You know, I got to college and I started listening to a lot of East Coast, a lot of real hip-hop. Nice. Um, I was fucking with a lot of Nas. I was fucking with a lot of, um, you know, and then that's also when, like, Wiz Khalifa was, was kind of cool. You know, he from Pittsburgh. Um, and, like, you know, of course, I was fucking with Kanye. That's not really East Coast, but that's more on the eastern side of the, of the country and shit. So, like, that's really where a lot of my influence was coming from. So I was big on the hip-hop. Uh, I started kind of, like, sampling and, you know, mm-hmm. trying different things. And then, uh Ah, shit, man. That, that's really where... Man, I'm, that's I'm, dope. You know, that's, where, 
that's really dope. I, I'm always interested to figure out an artist by seeing the evolution process. And obviously you started by putting in your hours, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, in school, sure. right? And, I, and I was in the studio all day, every day, me and my partners, uh, Shout out to Higher Education, Come Up City. My record label is Come Up City. You know what I'm saying? That started way back in, like, 2012. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. shout out to them niggas. But, yeah, we put in hella time in the studio. You know what I'm saying? I would get out of class at, like, 12.45 and we'd go in the studio and work on a song that I was recording the night before type shit. So, yeah, like, shouts out to that time. Wow. That's, that's, that's what's up. So, starting off, obviously, in the beginning... You said, like, your music was kind of, like, you know, it kind of gave you a little Wayne feel, mm-hmm. right? And so now where have you found your ground in, in who Deuce Flame is today? Like, mm-hmm. how have you established that today? So, like, like I said, yeah, I, um, Lil Wayne was my first, my first, first inspiration um, as far as, like, just my sound, my cadence and stuff like that. And then I really started getting into, you know, Kanye West, and that's what got me into my producer vibe. And then I started getting big on people like Currency, Wiz Khalifa. That's when I really started getting my... That's where I got, like, a lot of my cadence and a lot of my swag from, I would say, is from them. Um, And then, you know, my nigga Future. Future is a big influence to my music as well. And I just found a way to take my southern swing and, like... The, my love for big like big beats, big 808s, a lot of bass and stuff, and just find a way to add like a little bit of smoothness to that shit. So that's mm-hmm. that's kind of like where I am right now is um really getting creative on the the production side because I, when I started making beats, I didn't start making beats with the intentions of making beats for people. I started making beats because I needed beats for my damn self. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it just, you know, I didn't have the money to pay for good beats, nor was I really just trying to fuck with other people's stuff like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, I started making my own stuff. So, that's really where a lot of my, my, my sound comes from, me just practicing on my own shit and really mastering my own craft. And I would say my sound is... is um I respect it. It's, it's, yeah, it, it reflects that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It reflects the people I listen to. The Futures, the ASAP Rockies, the uh, Kanye West... You know, saying the Wiz Khalifa is the currencies. That's where I, that's where my shit is from. You know, it's, it's kind of you know it's kind of dark, but it's it's also like it's smooth. You know, what I'm saying it's it's yeah. different. You gotta check that shit out for sure. I think that's dope because you know most artists they're either a writer or like they make beats, like they produce mm-hmm. the beats. It's like very few and in between do I find artists that do both and they yeah. do it both really good. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. <laughs> Cause sometimes like you can hear like the artist's like the artist's beat is like really sick, but then like the lyricism is like you know some ABC mm, ABC type one, bullshit. Two, yeah. yeah, Headspace all sixteen tracks on Headspace all produced by me. You know wow. what I'm saying? I've been working on that album since 2017. Um, mm. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of those beats are like from 2017, 2018. You know what I'm saying? Like 2000 early 2019. Like this. This has been a long time going. Like I, I made the album cover. I drew that shit. Uh, mm-hmm. I drew the album cover when I when I had dreadlocks. That's how much I I spoke everything into existence with my damn album. You know what I'm saying? Because a, a few months later, I damn I cut my damn hair. You know what I'm saying? Like I I recorded uh, every song 
in the in the house. You know what I'm saying? With the exception wow. of of one track I recorded at my partner's crib and one track I recorded in San Francisco when I first moved down here. But yeah, everything else was just recorded and edited in the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like not making no excuses for nothing. You know mm. what I'm saying? So like that's really why I'm like today. Uh, I I have so much knowledge. I mean, of course I can learn more, but I have the not enough knowledge to to breathe the confidence that I need to to put myself out there to really push my shit to know that I'm a professional. So like hmm. you know, it may be days where I, I'm feeling down or I, you know what I'm saying I I may want to act like I don't want to do something, but I can't do that shit. I got to keep that shit pushing. You know what I'm saying? And I got to put that shit out. So that's and it's it's that flame that you have, that passion that you have, that's like contagious. You know what I'm saying? Like it starts a wave, it starts a fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen the fact that even I've spoken to a lot of people. Shout out to Kazani, aka Kudzi, mm-hmm. uh, plug, super dope artist too. Can't wait to have you on the platform of the My Black Girl podcast. He was like, man, I fucks with dudes flame. Yeah, I remember when he first came out yeah. and I've seen him now. This nigga's yeah. blown up. That like was in one of my first music videos when I came <laughs> out here. That shit crazy. Right, right. Yeah. And that's dope Shout because up. like they show you love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the artists out here actually fuck with you, show you love. I know Channel 310. Shout out to them again. They come out to your shows all the time. They sh- shout you out. They show you love. Yeah. Like it's all about building up that community and actually supporting dope ass artists because there's some booty ass artists out here you guys some <laughs> yeah. whack ass artists out here and they're they're <laughs> like making music that man i'm like man this don't make no fucking sense Come how on. you have so many followers how you have racks and you just don't make no motherfucking sense you know what i say <laughs> you know i i say I, I see the songs that you be making yeah i heard it might need to get back in the stoop because it ain't working nigga <laughs> Ain't here to judge, but I'ma leave you with my verdict. These niggas clowns might need to hop up in the circus, nigga. Like, come on, bro. These niggas Woo! don't really be, they don't really be on that shit. You know what I'm saying? You got people that got the hoorah, the rah rah going on. They flashy. You know what I'm saying? They're in the studio smoking hella blunts. They got the lean. They got the bitches. That but lean is you know fucking saying? shit up. I didn't been on the <laughs> other side of the pictures though. I didn't been in the studio with niggas that that and fell asleep. An hour into a twelve-hour-long studio session because niggas is too fucked up or niggas they don't really want to get in the studio because their egos is too big for themselves. So you know it's a lot of it's a lot of reasons why a lot of stuff don't work with a lot of artists. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I just try to make sure that I'm doing what I need to be doing so that when I come across other artists that have you know the same mindset, everything just click. Like we both been working on our shit. The groundation, the foundation is laid. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We. We going, it's boom, we know what we want, we know what we like, we know what our sound is, we know what our, our intentions are with our music. Yeah. It just makes it so much easier to work with other artists, you know what I'm saying, whether it's a producer, an artist, somebody in PR, a photographer, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. You know, I might be hard to work with, but if you know how to work with somebody, it's, it's cool because I know what I want. Most people just can't work with me because they're not used to, to such a like strong personality. So like that's, that's just what happens when you know yourself, you know what I'm saying, you know what you got, you know what you're capable of. You know what I'm saying? You set the bar and you know what you want and you know what you don't want. So It's dope. And, like, you're not just a person who just, like, also sets the bar. You, you're you very humble, too, because, like, our discussions off of the podcast, mm-hmm. you've been nothing but genu- genu- genuous and you've been, like, extremely, like, hospitable and you're sweet and you're humble mm-hmm. as fuck. And, you like, know, that's that southern I... humble pie. 
<laughs> and I love the fact that like you're willing to work with other artists because there's some some people that I'm like yo you should work with this artist or you know I just give like a little little feedback little gold mm-hmm. golden nugget of knowledge or something and they're like ah nah nah that mm-hmm. I'm me like you gonna say nigga that coming on my track I built up mm-hmm. my sixteen thousand followers woo 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 mm-hmm. and I'm like. Come niggas on now. Niggas are afraid Come to really lose what they got. You know what I'm saying? But 16,000 followers versus like building up like a TD and SOV type situation. Like, come on that's, now. That's the bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't see that bigger picture, man. So, you know, it's 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 cool that people do that because we have stories to talk about and we get to talk about them niggas and shit. <laughs> but in our reality, like, it's, it's way bigger than your self-pride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, a lot of people are really afraid to set themselves up next to the next person because they don't want to be overshadowed or they don't want to be found out as a phony and shit. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just keep that shit G, keep it 100. It's, it's, it's going to be easy for you to mesh in and really get get along well with any other artist or anybody that you're working with. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, man, I just really like vibing with you. You guys, listen to Deuce Flame. Matter of fact, we're going to go ahead and play a song right now. This shit is so lit, and I'm feeling the flame. I know you guys are definitely feeling flame, yep. so listen up. Miss me. I know you miss me. You can miss me. to your album release party that was so dope that shit was a vibe for sure oh my gosh the world needed to see that that shit was so dope and um i'm wondering like where would you like to perform at would you like to perform at like a big studio would you like to be an opener like where 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 would you like to i i would really like i said thank you for um you know say for pulling up to my event uh i really want to get into kind of break into that college crowd man like I think that's that's people I can really connect with. Um, you know, I, I went to school, I went to college and shit. Um, mm-hmm. it, it just be dope to go there, like spread my knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Spread my music, spread my shit with them, cause it's really stuff that they can relate to. I was there, you know what I'm saying? I I was out there doing shit I ain't had no business doing, and then <laughs> trying to wake up the next morning to go to school. You know what I'm saying? Trying to keep that damn GPA up for. for <laughs> For my scholarships and shit, like all of that stuff, man. But at the same time, trying to make sure that I still be myself and not lose myself in that whole college world, man. So yeah. like, really just being able to go out there and get my vibes and like, shit. These these young adults to people like twenties and my age and shit. You know what I'm saying? They gonna definitely rock with my stuff. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I want to get into. Like, really just hitting up these colleges and breaking to those stages, man. That shit would be real dope. I think you will definitely be an inspiration to a lot of college students because there's a lot of college students on campus right now, like building small like studios in their dorm room or like, mm-hmm. you know, going to their, <laughs> if they have yeah. a studio on campus, they're going to the studio too and, and doing sure. the same thing that you were doing and you can inspire them and, you know, they can understand like, man, you could do it. So I think you would be a dope, a, like dope, sure. dope, dope, dope. For sure. Dope, like dope. I, I really want more schools to have some type of um, course where a student can be by themselves and have access to all the resources on campus 
and um, basically have their own project at the end of the semester because that's basically what I did. I would have a, a semester where I had to show my professor at the end of the semester that I can make a song or do a music video or something like that, and then I show him the finished product at the end of the year. Wow. And it's just so dope because in between all that, I had access to the studio. I had access to the TV studio. If I needed cameras or anything, I can rent it out, like all types of stuff. Like these are the type of things that um, that artists that go to colleges, even if they're not inside of some type of art program, they should have access to because it really allows you to get that creativity out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Everybody has their own avenues of, of getting their creativity out. And if that's music, it's really not that hard. You start building a, a, a culture of music on the campus, you'd be surprised how many people come out and really start coming together and working with each other. So that's where oh, I really yeah. want to, you know, start getting going on with these different schools and stuff, really try to push that memo. That's dope. And you know what's dope, too, is, like, the fact that music is, it can be used as a coping skill, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't understand, like, when you go through things, like, you know, you mentioned your mom and, and, and your loss with your mom and everything. And mm -hmm. I, I really do appreciate you talking about that because that's really comes close to home. That's your heartstrings yeah, right there, you for know? For sure, for sure. Um. And so you writing from that perspective and talking about openly and transparently about your dad and like that, you know, trying to understand and build a relationship and also dealing with everything you're going through. And you're so strong and you use music as a way to cope with everything. For sure. It's like your coping mechanism. And that's very important. Um, a lot of people don't know that like that's within us mm -hmm. you know as as people that's like ingrained in us is that music is that rhythm yeah uh, it, it goes all the like way back shit, to our ancestors, uh, ancestors been on that, yeah. man like that's why that's why it's really easy for us to be creative man at the end of the day we are creators out here dog like yeah. Whatever you want to do, whether it's music or mm. if you want to be the, the best person riding on a bicycle or a doctor, mm -hmm. whatever, man. Like, that's all creative stuff. Just tap into that energy. You know what I'm saying? So And stay focused. Stay focused. No matter what happens. You know what I'm saying? For You've sure, had a lot man. of setbacks. And For sure. I'm just very thankful that you still push through throughout that. You know, I, I, I know I talked on this podcast that I was in the damn closet recording while my kids were sleeping and taking naps. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to do it, and I wanted to make sure it was done. And no matter what, even if you're in the process of still learning, mm -hmm. still keep honing in on your craft, still practice, still still put in that work, mm -hmm. right? Because at the end of the day, if you have that passion, if you have the willingness to, to tap into that talent, you're going to be successful. You a man. I can't wait to see you perform on the campuses. Man, it's going to be dope. Hey. I know, man. Like, we Deuce, Coming to flame. a college campus near you. Flame. Flame, yeah. daddy. There yeah. you go. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm taking that. No, you're it's not. Going, yeah, <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming out. And I really, really, really appreciate you. If you guys... This is the closing of the podcast, so mm -hmm. give yourself a second. I don't know if you're driving or not, but I need you to talk to Siri or something and go listen to Deuce Flame, mm -hmm. okay? Hey, Siri, um, can you play the Headspace album by Deuce Flame? Oh. Sure. Here's Headspace by Deuce Flame. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot. I, I got a house full of Apple products. That shit really started playing. That's deep. But yeah, it's <laughs> as simple as that, man. Go check that shit out. Headspace is everywhere, man. Let's do flame. And definitely reach out to me, you guys. I can't wait. I can't. I Hopefully, you guys are going to come out to the shows because I know he's going to be definitely out on the campuses they gonna, soon. They're going to be there. 
Definitely. They gotta be there. And you gotta be there because you gotta get this flame. You gotta get this headspace work. So thank you so much. I'm excited, you guys. Listen up because this shit is so fire. Headspace.